This is NLBP TV video podcast. I am Camille Miller, your host and founder of the Natural Life Business Partnership. This video podcast is dedicated to supporting the holistic entrepreneur who is passionate about their business and living an authentic lifestyle. Tune in as we interview members, healers, inspiring business leaders, authors, and change makers in the alternative health and wellness arena. Let's get started. Hi everyone, and welcome back to NLBP TV. I am here today with my guest uh, host, Lee Gabarzik from Soulful Mandela's in Long Valley, New Jersey, and we are just shooting it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> we talk about uh, creating community, which is a really good topic. Um, if um, you're listening to this later, which I know you probably are, either on our podcast or our YouTube channel, and you have ideas for topics that you would like Lee and I to talk about, just put them in the comments below or shoot us an email at info at thenaturallife.org, and we'll see if we can get it on the show. Well, thank you, Lee, on this beautiful spring day. Thank you. For showing up. Um, So creating community, what are our first thoughts about it? So I, I think that one of the is that we're always in a community anyhow. So, you know, for some people, they may not feel it be part of graphic. It could be part of a township. It could be part of a family. So all of these are in their own way a community. And really, uh, um, a, a, the, the, the sense of community and why it is so important is we all have our own little role that we're playing as part of a general group. And I think that sometimes when we're in these roles, there's a lot of um, importance put on, you know, who's going to be the president, who's the vice president, who's the person. You know, all of those higher things are always seen as being very important. But the reality is every single part of that community is, is equally important because all of those parts are contributing to the whole. Because if you're missing, if people, when they're working in concert with one another, if a person who is connected to the community is not really a part of the community, the entire community in some ways is feeling that. So I think that when we're um, looking at our involvement in things, I think it's easy to say, well, you know, I'm not really bringing that much to it because I'm only doing this little thing over here, or I only have this, this kind of perspective that deals with maybe if in the holistic care, maybe it has to do with, um, I do aromatherapy and it's a smaller thing, or I, maybe I do a little bit of Reiki and, and then the, this other person does something where maybe they're seen as more valuable. Mm-hmm. And when we're looking at our, all of these roles, the total part of the spectrum is what matters. Because if we look at something as a complete puzzle, when it's really the piece that's missing from that puzzle or the piece that is not present within that puzzle that really gets all of the attention because everything else is moving. So we want to be a part of things in a way that really honors us by, first of all, recognizing our value, acting from our value, and simply communicating what it is that we really uh, enjoy. And then I do, I really do think that, um, from, from, a, from a, like a broader sense, this is just my opinion, there are all of these different roles that exist, right? We have uh, these, all of these different kinds of um, uh, parts of the puzzle that, um, and uh, collectively, you know, they complete something. Individually, they may not seem that important, but without the collective, it doesn't work. And I think that when we're doing the assignments, each of those assignments that we have is important, no matter what the role happens to be. 
And I think that this attachment to certain kinds of hierarchies really undermines our contribution. Because there's so many times when people who have been in great positions of notoriety or success will say, you know, when I was four years old, a stranger said to me, you know what, you really are good, or you really are beautiful, or you, or a teacher will say something, or a neighbor will say something. And when we're participating in whatever it is that's true for us as a member of the community, we are then uh, connecting uh, to people in such a way that allows for them um, that impetus, that inspiration, that little teeny statement, that thing that we don't really think anything of, but 40 years later, some president or CEO of a company will say, you know what, I was really not sure what I was going to do with my life. And then somebody told me something. Somebody said, you know what, you're valuable, or you really are beautiful, or you have a skill here, you have a talent. Mm -hmm. And that kind of interconnectedness that exists in all communities where people are participating, listening, and then empowering one another by their contributions fosters this kind of growth that really allows for fantastic outcomes. But, we, but, we, but when we don't see ourselves as valuable, we don't see ourselves as having importance, we don't contribute in the way that um, allows for those kinds of outcomes. And those, those kinds of uh, contributions is what really, really is important. But then we start seeing through those contributions as we give ourselves the permission to be ourselves. Well, you know what? I really like doing this. So I'm going to go and explore this. Maybe it's, you know, like I'm doing the artwork or maybe for somebody else it's psychotherapy or maybe somebody wants to be a dentist or maybe somebody else wants to be an architect, but whatever it is, they're doing the thing that honors them and then they become a part of the collective. So they become a part of the overall that is each part being important, all the parts connected, making it really important so that everybody then benefits. But you can't, I don't think it makes any sense personally to say that just this thing or that thing is important because when we do that or when I start judging myself that way, I'm really invalidating uh, my particular value and what it is I have to offer. Right. We see that a lot in um, the NLBP community, just even on our online vibrant community that we have that people talk and support each other. I learned at one of our business intensives that we had done in Philly a while back I don't know how we got on the conversation, but um, people just started talking about how they feel when they see like others success or others, you know, they post and they talk and they're looking for support um, that they didn't feel part of the community or they didn't know how they can contribute. That's another question I get a lot. Um, when people are thinking about becoming members, they say, but I don't have much to contribute. Mm -hmm. Oh, everyone has something to contribute. Absolutely. But being collaborative is part of what we do that you know something that you can yes. give to somebody else. And we talk about that in our community all the time. I don't care what it is. You have something to offer to someone else. It could be, Absolutely. you know, how to do accounting and, there, and someone else doesn't or, you know, um, well, that's how we get to the professional webinars, right? Uh, we had someone teach us Instagram because yes. another person wanted to learn it. So they went yes. on and they taught us Instagram. And yes. uh, when we talk about building our businesses, everyone seems lonely when you're there. Um, but you could be three months ahead of somebody. Yep. And that three months of knowledge is so valuable to that person that's yes. three months behind you. Yes, yes. It's part of the community and the collaboration. And sometimes- yeah, because, uh, 
uh, even with the, um, as you were mentioning the Instagram, you know, I had some help from uh, Merrill Hayden who, and um, I, I'm pretty, you know, I know some things about technology, but it's, but she saved me a lot of time mm. by giving me this tutorial about it, which allowed me the wisdom. So basically when each of us are contributing whatever it is that we know, we bring to us, we attract to us those that need to hear it. I think that one of the things that is just part of the, the kind of connected energy, if you would, of things is that I'm always put where I need to be. I'm always been placed mm -hmm. in exactly where I need to be. And when I talk about what matters to me, that's exactly what needs to happen in that place at that time. And there's a kind of a concert of stuff happening. And if it doesn't work, or if it isn't, then I go to the next thing. And then I know that because that isn't working. If I'm trying something and it's unsuccessful here, then I go over there and that's where it goes. There's a kind of a flow to connectedness uh, and community that allows these lovely outcomes. And the kind of, the participation allows the clarity about, okay, no, no, this is the direction to go. I need to go in this way because this is what's working. And you know, for me, even with the stuff that I've been doing, I know that it works because of the attraction and the amount of um, energy that is that is being that is being given to it, not just by me but by other people. Yeah. My passion. So when people have a passion about what it is that they're doing within a community, they attract to them the other people who are part of that passion, and then that passion then builds upon itself in such a way that fosters not only a healthy sense of self-esteem for the person who's participating in it, but also with the other people who are a part of that because they're learning from that person, wow, wait a second, I didn't think that this could be done, but they're doing it, I'm gonna do it. Right. The communities then strengthen each other yeah. by the modeling that they offer as mm -hmm. in, as in, you know, with your community. And um, the, 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 then from building upon that, they then start becoming um, the different kinds of assignments or different kinds of parts that need attention become evident as the process grows. Because people, when they're, when they're participating, no, I don't know, I don't think anybody really knows where something's going to go. But if I'm, if I'm participating in it and if I'm really involved in it, life will show me where I need to be with that for that thing to grow or where I need to go within that if that matters to me. Right. Then my job is to just pay attention and listen to it and say, got it. I'm going to go over here now. I'm going to, you know, give courses on Instagram. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Meryl, uh, mm -hmm. or whatever it happens to be. But we, we, you know, you got to be in it to, to win it, right? There, there's, a, there's a sense of, because we're always a part of something, even when we don't think we are. We're always, I think, no matter, even if we're like barely in contact with others, there's people somewhere who are thinking about us. There's a neighbor who's wondering what happened. I haven't seen them in a while. There's people who are who um, they have that person on their mind. And all of that energy is kind of like gets um, um, centered around that person's activity in some ways, you know, uh, helping them along. And then when they choose to take an action and then maybe engage that, that um, you know, that friend, then they, through, through their interaction, they start noticing, oh, I valued, oh, I have this thing to offer. I'm going to talk to them about, I don't know, what I used to do when I was a kid. And it turns out that that's relevant to that person, etc. So our participation is what matters. Acting out of our own healthy self-esteem is what matters. Our lack of attachment to outcome is what matters. 
our valuing ourselves and other people's as equal in this is also what matters. And that whole kind of gestalt, that whole kind of energetic connection that occurs then allows for everybody to have their role and their place so that everybody wins. I think when people get attached to outcomes though is when they start pushing people out or they start becoming competitive or they only see it as like one person can, you know, that there's only one little spot and there's nothing for everybody. Since we already are people and already have our own inherent, I would say, divinity, there already is an individual role for each of us that is important or we wouldn't be here. The abundance. Yeah, so we're acting out of abundance. Yeah. And, and I think that um, sometimes for people, I think that it's hard for them to see that because they get so caught up in their belief systems about something and they're not willing to risk their participation in something to discover that maybe they're wrong. Yeah. Maybe there's more to this than they thought. But there has to be a flexibility to it, a participation and flexibility so that life can direct me where I need to go. Versus me saying, well, you know, I'm going to be like a billionaire and I'm going to do, well, maybe that isn't what really rocks my world. Happen, or, or supposed to happen, yeah. Maybe it's not the thing that I came, or maybe I didn't incarnate for that reason. Maybe there's something else that's really much more important that I need to do. And, and something so seemingly insignificant yet sets into motion a series of events that changes everything. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. That little butterfly effect, that little teeny statement that just somehow is stated at a moment of passion or a moment of great spiritual connectedness and resonates in a way that other people pick it up and before you know it, you've got something trending, you know? That, that, that sense of personal value is really, I think, at the bottom line of, of, of how we then uh, participate in our lives it, 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 and to really take those actions and then see whether or not, not make a decision in advance and say, oh, no one's going to like this, but just run it out and see. Yeah. Let other people tell you. Participating in life in a passionate way is an attractiveness that just makes everybody want to be a part of it because people want that passion and communities want that passion and they want to have that sense of, of aliveness. And that particular person who finds their passion, however they do, maybe it's, I don't know, maybe it's skateboarding or something. They then attract to them other people who then get off, get on that passion. And then they, they do the designs for the skateboard. And then they put together a skateboard rink. And then they start a skateboard company. And then they start a skateboard TV broadcast. And before you know it, it's becomes this big thing. But it had to begin somewhere. Right. And, and that, that beginning is what's important. Passion. Yes. So we are often, well, not often, but we have talked about um, friends, which are a part of our community, right? We have individuals, yes. and then um, losing friends as you evolve, yes. <laughs> which I yes. think is an important part. And um, someone said to me a while back with Facebook, um, I thought it was an interesting uh, angle on it, that we're staying friends with people we shouldn't because we've evolved and not everyone has, and we're supposed to go through circles of life with different people and then let that go and kind of move on. And kind yes. of Facebook keeps us all together. Yeah, I, um, you know, I was um, uh, just talking to someone about this the other day, and then I, they were talking about how things have been really clicking for them, that they've been really doing well in their career, and mm -hmm. that they're working as a medium. And then I said, oh, I said, have your friends changed? And they're like, yes. And I'm like, yes, because who you were being 
think that was uh, me. Is not who you are being now. And your energy, because that person's accessing different parts of their consciousness, is shifting. But the other part about this, because people think, well, you know, I've known them for so long and I don't. Well, those relationships are important, yes. But when I'm connecting to somebody out of some kind of truth or some kind of reality about what, what I, who I really am, yeah. my relationships then are going to fast track because I've noticed since I've been doing what I've been doing that I've been having, I've been creating a lot of friendships and with people who I know I don't really know them that well, yet I feel such a connection with them and such a sense of community with them because what I am showing them is so much more of who I am. Yeah, it's authentic. So I am, I'm authentic. Yeah, yeah. I'm being, I'm not being like I'm not editing. I'm not uh, filtering. I'm not putting on airs. I'm not kind of just doing yeah. this thing where I'm like, oh, you know, I need to stylize my personality to something to fit this. And that creates all this confusion because people are like, well, who the hell is this man? But if I am really just being authentic and genuine to whatever is happening, then I, it's a clear signal. It's like a like a clear radio signal that they can get from the other end of the world. And then yeah. immediately people are like, wow, did you hear that sound? I really like that. I want to be part of that. And then they can, and then the strength builds from that and, and relationships and, and, um, uh, and uh, energetic connections like this serve us as a, and I believe in our, um, in our uh, evolution, in, in our consciousness. And we get what we need as we get what we need. And I think if I'm attached to, Let's say I'm attached to level three because level three had all of these friends from whatever. And then I don't want to go beyond that. Then what is my point for doing it? It's a scarcity thought. It's a belief that I can't, um, that this is all there is. But if I'm in a, a, if I'm viewing life as a process and aging is a process, experience is a process, everything change is the one constant, right? So if all of that is going on and I'm fighting that, then I'm immediately going to become cartoonish, I'm going to lose my sense of authenticity. I'm going to become mannered in a way that just kind of perpetuates some idea that I thought was attractive or interesting to people. And I'm going to really lose my authentic connection to people that really is where, is where I really want to find that sense of belonging. Because if I, because I believe for me, and I don't think I'm alone in this, at the bottom of my heart, really, one is I want to have people in my life who I connect with authentically, meaning that they really get who I am because I present who I am. Right, right. And I'm not like holding back or whatever because I'm saying, look, this is who I am. And so this fast forwards the process of who works and who doesn't work because I am just projecting out then whatever that happens to be. If people fit that, that's fine. If they don't, they're going to figure it out really quickly. <laughs> it's also a maturity thing. I think yes. as we get older, because... I know like in my twenties, I've always been holistic or centered. Like I've, I've always been who I am, mm -hmm. um, spiritually mm -hmm. connected, um, very curious about everything that yes. had to do it. Um, I've always been that person, but in my twenties, when I worked in a corporate job, right. And you know, I was doing what I was supposed to do. I kept my world, my personal and my professional world very separate. Yes. They think I was authentically somebody else who was kind of playing this role yes. of a corporate person. And in about 2011, my worlds came together when I started, I was an executive director for the Northeast Organic Farming Association, the New Jersey branch, um, mm -hmm. later became an acting president of um, 
about seven states in the Northeast, but I saw my people. Mm -hmm. And all of a sudden my job was the same as who I authentically was. Yes. That's where I got into the or, the organic farming, but that's where I learned about all these holistic practitioners and yes. uh, you know, the nutrition and the food and the uptake. And, and my whole world was just like, oh my God, there's people just like me. Yes, yes. So when that ended, that's how the, this all came to be yes. um, and the natural life. But now I am that one, which I think is also a part of it. But uh, when that ended, there was no way I could go back to that other person. Yes. Right. My world had come together. And now even in my friendships, I find my friends are more like me. They may hold corporate jobs or do something, but they have an authenticity to them. They have yeah. that holistic thread. And I think that's all about NLBP. That's all about it, too. Right. Yeah. As we attract not only like the doctors and the healers and the all of those, we also have the attorneys and the financial planners and the architects and the website designers and everything Absolutely. else. Because, But we all speak that same word, that same thread, that same knowledge. And it's. it's yeah, it's, it's, it's that same kind yeah. of fundamental passion, that same, same kind of uh, uh, it's a priority. It's what it's our value system. Right. So our value system is at the heart of what we really connect to. And if yeah. our value system is in the organic farming, et cetera, that's what we're going to be connecting to. Or if it's if it's in authenticity, that's what we're going to be connecting to. Right. I think one of the signs of good spiritual health, or even mental health, is if I take someone's family and their friends and their coworkers and the people that work out with them at the gym and their neighbors and whatever, and I bring them all in one party, that that person's comfortable with that. That that person person can see all of those different pieces as still reflecting who they are because yeah. when when i am operating out of who i am it doesn't really matter all of the different kinds of groups i'm a part of different communities i'm a part of those communities then can, can connect with one another because since i have attracted authentic through authenticity or authentically these different people they share that in common with me and yeah. then they then share that in common with one another which yeah. is kind of what goes on with nlb you know, it's the same kind of fundamental basis of it. Yeah. It's that law of attraction. It's that law of that, yeah. um, that energy that, that pulls people in. Yeah. And when we're not there, if I have something where, you know, I don't want this group to meet that group, then I need to look at that. And, I'm, and, and, I, and what I mean by that is then I'm in denial about something or I have a fear about something. And it's important that I then make a peace with that so I can, can continue. Because when I'm not, if I'm then editing or if I'm in denial and I'm kind of like rationing it in, I have to take that energy that normally would just be expressed out and start getting into this whole kinds of um, blocks about that. And that can be very draining. And then when I'm around those people, I wonder why I'm so exhausted. And the reality is I'm not telling them the truth. <laughs> no. Yeah. Or I, I, I don't think people are always conscious of it, but when you see that happening, you see it, it's like, I was conscious, yeah, I was conscious of it because I didn't bring my worlds together. Yeah. 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 I've been there too. I mean, there's yeah. time when I had my, when I had my birthday, I had my family members and I had friends from school and I had all of these other people, neighbors, etc. And everybody had a blast. Yeah. And in years ago, it would not have been like that because at the, and, and I do respect process, and I think that everybody has to get to these things when they're ready, and no part of process is any more important than the other part. It was just interesting for me to know that when all of these people were together, they all connected. 
Yeah. One, you know, the older parent, the crazy friend, the very, very, you know, um, a conservative neighbor, whatever they happen to be, they all got it because they all shared with me that same fundamental value system because I was letting them know this is who I am and this is what matters to me. So right. community really comes together around an idea. Mm, mm. You know, yeah. it's about fulfilling an idea. It's about fulfilling because I can't do it alone. Yeah. I really can't. I can only do, you know, even with people who are like figureheads or they're, you know, um, you know, uh, from Amazon or from Facebook or from um, um, any kind of other large organization, they, they're just one little piece of that. Mm -hmm. That whole organization is being run by thousands of people, each of them playing a very important role. And without the collective part of all of that, it just wouldn't work. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And I think a good leader is modest enough to recognize where they are in that, that they see themselves as just one of the participants in the totality of that experience. Yeah, it's really just the catalyst of so yeah. facilitating it and putting it all together. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because who knows who within that organization was the one that said, wait a second, let's do this. And then that was the thing that took them. Because maybe no one was going to find out about it, you know. It's like uh, the Nike swoosh logo, I think, uh, was created by a California or some kind of um, Pacific Northwest student who got paid $70 for that logo. But that logo is the, wow. that's all she got. Yep, $70 or $80 or something like that. But that logo became, you know, iconic. Yeah. So we don't know, and, and, and a lot of times they, people won't really, you have to have a certain amount. I think people require a certain amount of real brazen courage to admit that, that you know, who also was there for them when they were building with their lives. You know, I've been very fortunate. I have some really great teachers some really great friends and some really great people. And sometimes really random little events that have completely changed the trajectory of my life. Where someone would say to me, you know, you do these things, mandalas, you should do that. Really? <laughs> <laughs> what? <laughs> right? Random little stuff. Yeah. Um, I love the way that uh, Unitarians say God is still speaking because it's important that I continue within my own process in my own community to listen to people, to, to um, be vulnerable, to become receptive to what yeah. they have to say so that I, I benefit from that because if I'm rigid and inflexible within the community stance that I have, I will never find my place place and I'll always be trying to force myself into a role that maybe wasn't really meant for me but yeah. if I let go I can find whatever truth there is in me because I let go of whatever it is that I'm holding on to yeah. so that I can then find that role and then fit and then I'll know when the fit because there'll be a flow to it yeah. I think in, the, in it there's a feeling of oh this this is easier than I thought yeah allowing <laughs> allowing though is the uh, hard part yes I've, I've just been bouncing even this morning because I've been going through some just you know ups and downs of entrepreneurship <laughs> you know and i'm in one of those phases and i'm like okay i gotta stop because like when i'm like this i go through a period where i'm not meditating or balancing yes and all of a sudden i was like i really should be doing a double so this morning i was talking to actually i did a podcast with one of my instructors in right. like hey 
right um, which is like spiritual balancing of the subconscious at the subconscious level and mm -hmm. i'm like oh my god and she's like you got to start balancing for that and she's like and if you don't have time you know you need to balance more <laughs> so yeah. right after that podcast before i got on this one i just balanced on being fearless i was like yeah, what is she's like if you listen to yourself you'll hear what the problem is yeah just take a step back and allow it to come to you and and it did and i was trying to figure it out and figure it out and i was like oh i just have fear around things i yeah. just have to be fearless so yeah i asked her just allow me to be just completely fearless in business yeah so if i if, if that's such an important thought if i am having problem with trusting right um if i'm then doing act that is fearless I learn that I can trust. See, the, I, I don't look at trust as, you know, someone else is going to do something there or, you know, this, this uh, business prospect will plan out. Or The right. most important issue of trust is with oneself. Mm -hmm. my, biggest, my biggest trust thing is for me. Can I trust me to do, be there for me the way I want, it, want me to be? Oh, that's a good one. And when I'm, when I'm not trusting me, because let's say that I say, well, I'm going to clean up my room, which, you know, currently is a mess. But when I, when I say I'm going to do something and I don't do it, I'm undermining my mm -hmm. sense of my own value in my word. And then when I undermine the value of my word, then when I go to launch something, I can say, well, you know, I'm going to lose 10 pounds or I'm going to, you know, start a business or whatever. Then I'm meeting it with, well, I don't know. Gotcha. And that is... I think everything in life drives back to, I mean, if I really want to be responsible here, it really drives back to me in the sense of, okay, what is it that I need to do for me now to move on? I, I really do not get, I try not to at least, get caught up in other people and what they're doing because I have no control. Right. So one of the things in community is I don't have control over people and what they do. I think a lot of people see you know, the, the leadership role as one of like, I'm going to be con con manipulating this and it's going to yeah. keep people the way I want. I'm going to tell them more than what they're fired. Blah, blah, blah. But the reality is we don't really have control over people, but we hopefully have some control over ourselves. And whatever it is that we then are not successful in, through self-reflection, meditation, as you were saying, and really looking at ourselves, we could say, oh, I noticed, hmm, I'm doing this. I, I can't do that anymore. Mm. Or I want to, I need to uh, do this thing for my diet, or I need to do my sleep a little bit more. Or maybe I need a little bit more exercise, or maybe I do a little meditation. But whatever it is to balance me is much more important than what other people I get to do. Right. Because what other people get to do is what is about them. It's not about me. Right. Even what other people think about me is not about me. It's none of my business, frankly. It's about them. My father used to always say that. It's none of your business what other people think about you. Yes. And it's such a, such a. <laughs> <laughs> it's hard. As I was going through that, as I was going through a nasty divorce and I kept hearing stories and I'm going, well, none of that's true. And I had, a, and I had a good friend right from the beginning, um, was saying, you know, it's the people, if people believed it, they don't know you. And I'm like, you're right. That's right. Why would I care? You know, you know, like it was that whole like, yeah, I don't, I don't have to defend anything, do I? Yeah. Yeah. And it's what I, what empowering actually to just not care. 
Yeah, because it doesn't really matter unless I want it to. What other people thought or what what happened. It didn't matter. It just didn't matter. Nope. Had no reflection on me or my future or what I was going to do. It made no difference. Yeah, and if if I want to look. Who I was. Yeah, and if I want to look really like guilty. When yeah. I, it, right? <laughs> I start defending and saying, you know, no, I didn't do that, you know, yeah. horrible traffic accident. Yes, that's exactly right. That's what I've learned. Yeah. Uh, you know, whatever, whenever I go into that defensive strategy is really revealing my own inadequacies mm-hmm. and my own fear states. Because what I'm doing is it's when people, if I'm defending something, it's not like I'm trying to convince other people of something. I'm trying to convince myself of it. Mm-hmm. I'm trying to convince other people that, you know, no, I wasn't, <laughs> I wasn't, wasn't me. <laughs> and, <laughs> and what it does is it really thwarts the lesson. Right. The lesson is, that's why apologies are so important. That's why taking personal responsibility is so important. Not because of other people, but because of myself. Because when I take personal responsibility for something, if I screw up somehow and I say how it is and I screw up and I admit it, I have now addressed it squarely and it's done because I've done my part. Now, if it's legal, if it has to go into some other kind of outcome, then it goes there. But the most important thing is to admit it and to be done with it and then to say and to learn from it and to do it actually without judgment. It's not like, oh, okay, now that makes me this or that or whatever. It's an action and it's designed for learning and that's the whole point. Right, right. (laughs) Got to there. All right, we have come out to the bottom of our, it's not exactly an hour, but we've come to that point where people will stop listening. So So we are going to wrap this topic up today. And I want to thank you, Lee, for always coming on and having the open conversation about whatever we feel like it. Thank you, it's great. Yeah, so we'll have to think of some new ones. But I I thought of like law of attraction of being another one. Law of attraction. And abundance. Abundance, very nice. And anybody who has any great ideas out there, or maybe even nothing, yeah. even think they're great ideas, <laughs> let us know. We'll try it. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah, we'll answer any questions. Sure. All right, I'm going to end the recording, but thank you so much for being a part of our day. Thank you.
Thank you for joining me today on NLBP TV video podcast for the Natural Life Business Partnership. If you like what you heard, be sure to subscribe. To learn more about our professional community, the Natural Life Business Partnership, and to become a member, go to www.thenaturallife.org. Part of membership is to join us live at these tapings, plus have access to unlisted material and a closed professional community specifically for the holistic entrepreneur. Follow us for free on Facebook. I look forward to our next episode. Bye-bye.